Today we have the third episode of the Dissolving the Ego series. And today we will speak about the return to your true self, the return to your original face. Now in the first two episodes, we spoke first about the original face, so who we truly are. Then we spoke about the false ego, who we've become during this life. And then this episode, we're talking about the return. So this is kind of the process that we all go through on the spiritual path, right? So the return to the original face, the process of disentangling our awareness from the socialization process that we have gone through, that has become the ego. And so this return, in some sense, is symbolized through Tai Chi in Taoism. Now in Tai Chi philosophy, Tai Chi is Tao in motion. And in this sense, Tai Chi means to return to the source. So the reversal of our awareness, our awareness is being trained through the socialization process to be external. But once we understand that we are truly our original face, the uncarved block, then we need to reverse our awareness back into its heart, which from the Taoist context is Uchi. Uchi is Tao in stillness. So the nothingness of the Tao, the essence of the Tao. And so we're moving our awareness back in that process. So we are refraining from the gravitational pull of the external world and materialism. So we are disentangling our awareness and to use yogic terminology where we have prakriti which is all of the energy of the physical and mental worlds and we have purusha which is the pure awareness unstained exactly the same as the original face and the uncarved block and so what happens is is the purusha gets entangled with the with prakriti because of the energy of prakriti always pulling the awareness into it and so then we get entangled with the socialization process we've endured that becomes our identity, our ego. And then we see a world of separation. We see a world of illusion. But see, in yoga, they speak about you need to have this gap. So you need to have a gap between the prakriti and the purusha. And this is what the return is. You're, you're pulling the awareness back and you're returning into the true stillness of nothingness, which is the qualityless Naguna Brahman or Tao? Naguna Brahman being here without qualities. Saguna Brahman is with qualities. Brahman with qualities. The ultimate reality with qualities. And so we are pulling that awareness back to within ourselves, back into our heart, so to speak, to our original nature, our original face, the uncarved block, the Atman, which is Brahman. And so this return we are all going through on the spiritual path. And so we have to realize how our awareness is entangled with the ego and the external world. See, your awareness, your original face has just become entangled with all of the mental and physical energy of the world. That's what Prakriti is, right? Prakriti is the mental and physical energy, the soup of the world. And that is like a whirlpool and our mind gets caught in this and then we lose sense of the purusha. But the nature of the prakriti is purusha because purusha is the one who observes the prakriti. Prakriti would not exist without purusha. And so we have to pull our awareness out of this energy. We have to refrain from acting towards this dualistic energy. This is where discrimination, vivika, so discernment, 
So the ability to discern between what is real and what is not. And vairagya, which is non-reaction and renunciation of worldliness, where these two practices within spirituality come in. Because once you begin to discern between the real and the not real, then you, you, you begin to refrain from acting through the false ego and you begin to abide as the self, as the Atman. And so then you don't react towards whatever the phenomenal world is trying to get you to act towards. You see it as a movie. Now, when you go to the cinema and you watch a movie, if you disagree with the actor playing a role, you don't start arguing with the screen, do you? Likewise, with Vairagya, we see this screen of consciousness as a panorama of duality, the Prakriti as a panorama of duality. It's not the Brahman alone. It's not the original phase. And so why would you act towards it? Why would you get so invested and angry about it? This is a depth that we have to go to if, we're willing, if we are serious about returning to the true self, the Atman, the original phase. We can't continue to be vexed by certain worldly problems, by your own personal problems, your own personal anger, your own personal conditioning. You are purging that all out. As we start to disintegrate the identity, then you begin to disentangle the awareness from Prakriti. And so then you begin to see reality as it truly is. You are essentially taking your steps home, the return to the source, the origin of all things. Instead of being caught out in this journey, in the material wilderness, lost life after life after life without any understanding of why you exist. This needs to be your last life. But you need to realize this through the process of returning to your true self. Once you return to your true self, this will truly be your last life. You don't have to worry about what your ego in this life is concerned about. Those concerns dissipate because there is no identity. There fundamentally is no identity. And those who continue to promote identity are just victims of individualism, which we see in the West. It's not a holistic perspective. But when we look at it from the Eastern perspective, Eastern philosophy is fundamentally holistic because the identity does not truly exist. It never did. This is not your life. This is Brahman's life. This is the Tao's life. This is the universe's life. It's not your life. You are experiencing it subjectively, but there is no subject. So the experience of subjectivity does not even exist. This is a localization of the one consciousness. But the problem is, is we identify with the equipment. We identify with this equipment, the localization of this equipment. I am this body. I am this mind. I am this name. I am this country. I am this sex. I am this race. That is my dog, so forth and so on. It's very nuanced, but we can overcome that if we start to disintegrate that identity through meditation, through sincere spiritual practice, as I said, with Vavika and Vairagya, because it's imperative to disentangle your awareness from the external world. It is imperative on the spiritual path. What I do see in the modern days, I see, especially through New Age spirituality, where the proponents of New Age spirituality are trying to get you to be more of an identity and lean more into individualism, which can only cause more suffering because you are still separate from the world. You are not the world. 
you have isolated yourself from the world. But you need to realize that you are only a piece of life, a small piece of Brahman. And all there ever was was Brahman and Tao. That's all there ever was and all there ever can be. You were a temporary wave on the ocean of non-duality. But when you realize that you are fundamentally the self, the Atman, then your wave will begin to subside and the water of the ocean will become tranquil and reflective like a pristine lake. Then and only then can you see into the nature of your mind, not when the waters are turbulent. And so to become who we truly are and who we truly were before the false ego came into play, we have to go through this process of return. And only those truly sincere will go through this process. We have to stop investing into the identity, stop investing into its beliefs and its conditioning through the practice of Vairagya and Viveka. And then the mind will begin to subside. The waves of the ego will begin to subside. And then you'll have pure equanimity within your mind. And you can see reality then as it truly is, in some sense, for the first time in this life. And so that is the process we all go through in dissolving the ego. There is this process of return that we all need to go through. It's very hard to be like someone like Bhagavan Sri Ramana Maharshi, who had a realization of the Atman of the self at 16. Those are very rare beings. And there are, those rare beings just have an aptitude for that. It might be something related to past life karma. We don't know. But most of us aren't in that category. We have to go through this process of return, this process of thinning the ego out, chipping away little bit by little bit at our beliefs, at our conditioning, at our identity, and just continually chipping away until there's nothing left. I often hear the phrase when I'm in Tiruvannamalai, in South India, the home of Bhagwan Sri Ramana Maharshi, where a lot of people will say, I'm here just to be finished off. And that's what this process is. It's a finishing off process, finishing the ego off for good, where it doesn't come back, it doesn't slip back underneath the door. And so we have to truly finish the ego off through the process of return. And if we're sincere on the path of return, then it will thin out and it definitely will be finished. So that process all begins when you stop your awareness from being moved by the gravitational pull of the external world and abiding more in your true nature, which then reorients your awareness back on the journey within, returning to the source. But we can't have our awareness constantly eclipsed because of the process of socialization and worldliness. We have to overcome the socialization process and the byproduct of the ego and worldliness with the, all of the worldly affairs and concerns that the ego is consumed with. We have to refrain from that and turn away from samsara. We have to turn away from samsara and turn back onto the path, onto Brahman, Tao, Dharmakaya, if you will, Shunyata, but back to your true original nature and abide there as that because that's who you truly are. It's who you were before you were born and it's who you are always, but you've only forgot because of the false ego. And so once we abide there, then and only then can we see the world as it truly is and understand that this is not your life. 
The ego never existed. This life you are. It's not a name or a form. Nama Rupa in Sanskrit. It's not an idea. It's not an identity. It's not a concept. It is fundamentally Brahman alone. The Tao alone. And you are that. You could say, I am Brahman minus the I. And that's who we all truly are. But we only come to that realization when we are sincere on the return to the source as opposed to being intoxicated by the ego. We need to refrain from that intoxication and purify our mind to see reality and the world, not as dual, not as separate, but as fundamentally one. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti.